breaking news from KXAN News. That breaking news, the SWAT situation is over in South Austin this morning. Good morning, I'm Sally Hernandez. And I'm Dylan McKim. It's after a domestic violence situation turned deadly at the Austin City Lights apartment complex. A woman called 911 around 10 last night saying that her boyfriend assaulted her. APD says she was able to escape, but the suspect was still inside the apartment armed with a gun. Around 2.40 this morning, SWAT officers located a dead man inside the apartment with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Investigators are still on the scene, but there is no threat to the public. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Good morning, live look outside from our Lorenzo and Lorenzo 360 camera. Happy Thursday to you. Good to be back with you. 38 degrees. It's cold out there. We've got chilly temperatures across the board. That 38's out in the western hills of Austin, currently downtown 42. 39 in Mason, 43 in Lampasas. You're finding even colder temperatures out in our eastern counties in those mid to upper 30s. Hey, big heads up. Fog, probably going to be an issue for some of us this morning. You can already see those low visibilities east of I-35. So I'm looking at Bastrop, Giddings, Rockdale, Cameron, even Georgetown down to half a mile of visibility or less. And even spots in the hill country here looking at low visibility. So because of that, National Weather Service went ahead and issued a dense fog advisory for most counties except a few out in the hill country and not included either is Travis and Hayes County. But the majority of us underneath that advisory until 10 a.m. this morning. Coming up in your first winning forecast, we got rain tonight. Widespread rain at that. I'll time that out for you. We'll talk about how much we could squeeze out of those clouds. And we're not done yet. Another round next week. More on that in your first morning forecast. Very much, Kristen. New overnight, an Amber Alert has been issued for a 13-year-old girl out of Comal County near San Antonio. Officials are looking for Carly O'Dell. She was last seen wearing a gray sweatshirt with Lone Star Ranch lettering on front and multicolored shorts. They're also looking for a 21-year-old man driving a blue truck. Officials believe she's in grave or immediate danger. A look at the deadly downtown police shooting that we have through the eyes of the officers who fired the shots. The gunman died. Three bystanders got hurt and investigators are still trying to find out whose bullets hit those innocent people. KXAN's Brianna Hollis walks through the new body camera and surveillance video with insight from the police union's president. We have people that have been drinking. You never know what may unfold when you're working downtown. It's December 16th, a busy Saturday night on 6th Street. Police say someone told one of the downtown officers a man tried to get into Soho Lounge with a gun. The dude was like, not one to be searched. In the newly released body cam video, you hear a bar employee tell the officer the man couldn't come in because he, quote, had a weapon on him. You then see that man, now identified as Trey Michael Adrake Hernandez, walk over to the other side of the line of people outside the bar. Police say when they then approached Hernandez, he pulled a gun out from his waistband and pointed it toward police and innocent bystanders. In the video, you can see a flash come from Hernandez's gun. So it's someone trying to enter a property where, where you're not allowed to have a gun. So it's, you know, their reason for making contact and then even more concerning when you're in an area known for high crime, violent crime, and someone's trying to enter a business where weapons are prohibited. Hernandez was pronounced dead at the scene. APD says three of its officers fired shots. They had 9, 11, and 13 years of experience. 
per department policy, the officers who fired shots are on administrative leave, and that's pending an internal investigation. Now, the topic of police use of force has been really top of mind over the past few months. We saw the first murder trial for an APD officer here in Travis County. And just before the holiday, the DA's office indicted the officer who killed a South Austin man for deadly conduct. Activist Chaz Moore, who is highly critical of these officers' actions, met with the Texas Municipal Police Association for a use of force training exercise. Back up! Oh! Index, index! I think it's good to come get perspectives. And so, like, as much as I have using opinions about law enforcement, just like, okay, let me put myself in the shoes to see if something changes. Maybe, maybe it will, maybe not. The training took place at a facility in Williamson County and consisted of three different simulations of police response scenarios. We believe that it's important that the more our citizens understand why police officers do what they do, the way they do it, the better the citizens will understand, the better relationship we will have between law enforcement and the communities that they serve. It's not those that most people are complaining about, right? We're talking about the George Floyds, the um, David Josephs, the Mike, you know, the, the Michael Ramos things, those natures. But yeah, you know, I think we need more things like this, more conversations like this to get us to where we all need to be. The Texas Municipal Police Association hopes to hold more events like these in the future. A law that would allow police to arrest migrants who enter the U.S. illegally is facing a federal challenge. The Justice Department filed a lawsuit against the state of Texas. The law is part of Republican Governor Greg Abbott's escalating response to border crossings. The lawsuit is asking a federal court in Austin to declare the law here in Texas unconstitutional. It calls the measure a violation of the Supremacy Clause, which establishes that federal laws in most cases supersede state law. Texas is also fighting separate court battles to keep razor wire on the border and a floating barrier in the Rio Grande. The University of Texas is about to lose its post office location. Signs outside the post office on the West Mall let customers know operations will end on January 26th. We reached out to the Postal Service. A spokesperson informed us the lease on the spot ends with no renewal. They're referring customers to other spots and giving P.O. box holders the option of picking up a new box at their choice of three other locations at no added cost. A deadly earthquake and plane crash overseas. More information on the situation happening in Japan and the country's concerns about what's going to happen next. And as we head into the new year, we sat down with Austin's mayor to take a look at the challenges the city faces ahead in 2024. At least 82 people are dead after those powerful earthquakes in central Japan over New Year's. Yeah, local officials said more than 300 others are injured. 51 are still missing. More than 32,000 households are without electricity right now, and more than 95,000 homes do not have running water. Large aftershocks are getting in the way of search and rescue missions, and there's concern of rain, even more concerning over possible landslides. The investigation continues into the Japan Airlines plane crash in Tokyo. The passenger plane was landing and collided with a Japan Coast Guard aircraft that was about to take off. Everyone on the jetliner survived, but five of the six crew members on the Coast Guard plane did not. Early reports said the controller had told the Coast Guard plane to stop just before entering the runway while giving the Japan Airlines plane permission to land. The Japan Transport Safety Board recovered the voice recorder and flight data recorder from the Coast Guard plane. Well, crime is shaking the quiet town of Fredericksburg, the robbery and murder suspect that remains on the loose. 
Heads up, if you drive a Ford F-150, what to look out for in the newer models as a recall takes effect with nearly 113,000 trucks. UT women try to end a two-game skid in Lubbock on Wednesday night. It's their final scheduled game out on the South Plains. I've got it for you coming up. Good morning. You are looking live out of our Austin Tower cam here at 446. 42 degrees to start your morning as we get you your Thursday morning news. One of the biggest medical stories of 2023 was the surge in prescription medication for, for weight loss. Type 2 diabetes drugs were already being used off-label for weight loss, but with the Food and Drug Administration's approval to use these medications to treat obesity, the demand absolutely skyrocketed. And to, that demand also brought on a new conversation as it relates to cost and access. Those who met the requirements either could not acquire or they couldn't afford it, leading to options that were unsafe. This morning, coming up on the Today Show, an exclusive announcement from pharmaceutical giant Eli Lilly in their efforts to help Americans get the anti-obesity medicine that they need. I think a lot of people think of obesity as an issue of willpower. It's not. 40% of adult Americans have excess weight or obesity. That's a big number. Watch the morning show after our morning show to hear about what the company is doing and its plan for weight loss drugs. Let's take you out west. Want to show you what people in California, Sierra Nevada mountains are dealing with. This is a major snowfall event for them. Same storm system that eventually brings us rain tonight. Now to keep drivers safe in the Lake Tahoe area, crews have set up chain control checkpoints on highways for drivers headed to higher elevations. This is one of several storms that they're going to be dealing with. Mm. This one again is going to be impacting us here tonight with some widespread rain, but hey, they could use the snowfall up in the uh, Golden State. It looks pretty to look at, not to yeah, drive in. Exactly. Is that something normal that they see in that kind of that part of the country? Absolutely. And yeah. this is their wet season. This is okay. when they get most of their snow packed to eventually kind of loosen up some of the water needs later on in the year. Let me show you what it's going to do for us, though, because we're not going to be talking about the frozen stuff. We will, however, get some rain. Clouds and radar right now not showing anything too exciting. We do have eyes on this storm system now dropped into the desert southwest. It's going to be spinning out of Arizona through New Mexico today, eventually getting into the panhandle tonight. Temperature-wise, low 40s, even some 30s out there this morning. It's cold. Grab that jacket. The big highlight for the morning commute will be the fact that we've got some fog issues out there. Northeast Travis County, Williamson County, and everybody eastward, in addition to some spots in the hill country, all dealing with lower visibility. So dense fog advisory is going to run most of us until 10 a.m. Be mindful of the speeds and your distance between you and the car in front of you today. Hour by hour shows temperatures getting into the 50s this afternoon, so still a little bit cooler than normal. You notice yesterday overall was a chilly day, but our next round of rain is going to be a focus, and that begins this evening. So most of today, we're just going to have mainly cloudy skies. It's once we get into the evening hours, couple isolated showers pop up and then we start to see those isolated showers grow in coverage later on tonight. So 99% of this is going to happen when most of us are asleep, but we've got some nice light rain showers overnight clearing by the time we wake up tomorrow morning. How much rain? Well, not the same kind of heavy rain we saw earlier this week. We're just looking at about 10th of an inch to a quarter of an inch from most of us isolated pockets of more. 
Seven-day forecast, I've got something over 50s today. 40% chance this evening. That's an 80% chance overnight. So again, highlighting the fact that most of us will probably be asleep by the time we wake up tomorrow. Wet streets, wet on the grass in your vehicles there, but drier skies for your Friday. Just a 10% chance left over in our eastern counties. Good looking weekend. It'll be cold in the morning, 30s and 40s, but 60s as we transition into the afternoon. And then another heads up, we've got another storm on the way. Monday into Tuesday, that strong cold front moves in late day Monday with a 70% chance of storms. We've got a strong to severe risk already highlighted for the I-35 corridor in Eastern County. So be sure you're staying with us for updates. Do know that cold front will drop our temperatures as we get into next week. Highs down to the 50s, overnight lows looking at a near widespread freeze middle of next week. Kristen, thank you. Austin's Mayor Kirk Watson planning on running for re-election in November. We sat down with them to discuss a variety of challenges that the city is facing in 2024. And that includes the ongoing issue of affordability housing. Last month, Watson and the City Council passed phase one of what's known as the Home Initiative. The changes would in part allow for more and smaller housing to be built within established Austin neighborhoods. It's an idea that's drawn some opposition something that's not lost on the mayor. There are legitimate thoughts and concerns about how it will play out. So it is incumbent upon us, and that's why I offered the amendment that I offered that was unanimously supported by the council, which was that we are going to routinely, very early and throughout, collect data about what is actually happening with this the mayor also talked about police staffing, the homeless camping ban, and the city's sometimes tricky relationship with the state. We have our extended conversation right now on KXAN.com. A Halloween mask-wearing robbery suspect remains at large after an overnight killing at a Hill Country gas station. The surveillance images showing uh, uh, coming out seemed like something out of a movie. It really is. It all went down before midnight on the south side of Fredericksburg at a gas station off of State Highway 16 at Adams Street. As a family grieves, a whole community wants to know who could have done this. KXAN's Nabil Romano went out to the wine country looking for answers. In a town like Fredericksburg, Texas. It's quiet, it's peaceful. Robberies and shootings aren't common. This is Fredericksburg, you know, this type of stuff doesn't happen here. Exactly. But on Tuesday night, police responded to an aggravated robbery and shooting at the Quick Check on South State Highway 16. So this is where the suspect is coming into the store. Again, he's carrying the duffel bag. Police say the man made his way to the back of the store to put on a skull mask before shooting and killing 48-year-old Arthur Cortez. Investigators say he then demanded money from the clerk, then walked off. We have received a number of leads via social media. Now, during the day, this is a very busy intersection, a lot of traffic coming and going, but this incident happened at about 1145. Police now hoping that someone traveling on this highway saw something Late last night, Thomas Cardenas works next door. He says he believes he's seen the man before. Before that, I've seen him at least once a week, just kind of walking back and forth. Now he's taking extra precautions and hopes the suspect will be found soon. I can care less about me, but my people or heaven forbid happens again. In Fredericksburg, Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. 
Thanks, Nabil. Now, police also tell us that the victim was shot twice in the torso and the suspect got away with $300 in cash. If you have any information, please call police immediately. Let's take a deeper look here, give you some perspective when it comes to the crime statistics in that area. It's rare. Pre-pandemic 2019, Gillespie County only reported a dozen violent crimes for the sheriff's office. When giving those numbers to the FBI, one was listed as murder or manslaughter. The others were either rape or aggravated assault. A man is expected in court later on this week after diverting an American Airlines flight to Amarillo due to disruptive behavior. According to an American Airlines spokesperson, flight 1497 from Dallas-Fort Worth to Montana was diverted to Amarillo. Law enforcement met the aircraft and officials said the customer exited the plane. The plane later redeparted after the customer was removed. Authorities said the suspect was booked into Randall County Jail and he is expected in court on Friday. And one of the biggest employers in Central Texas, Samsung, appears poised to unveil its new AI-powered phones in just two weeks. The company is holding an event on January 17th in San Jose. Samsung says the devices will offer, quote, an all-new mobile experience powered by AI. Looking a little deeper at the company's impact here, the company plans to have the new $14 billion chip plant under construction in Taylor up and operational by the end of this year. This follows reports last week the semiconductor manufacturing facility will delay production to 2025. The plant itself will have 2,000 direct jobs at the Taylor location. Texans are not the only ones who like the beach. Take a closer look at these black and white surveillance photos. Closer look and you'll see the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department says they spotted tracks of invasive feral hogs. They also left several footprints along the way while looking for worms and bugs to eat. The tusked and sharp toothed pigs can reach up to five feet in length, grow up to 400 pounds. They run 30 miles per hour and can cause billions of dollars in damages, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. There could be more sightings of feral hogs as the temperatures continue to get even cooler. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. It's been a rough week and a half of the UT women's basketball program. Rory Harmon suffers a season-ending knee injury the day after Christmas on a team that was number five in the nation, undefeated, certainly look like they're capable of making a deep run already without Taylor Jones. Not sure when she'll be back, their top scorer and rebounder. So they lose their Big 12 opener to Baylor on Saturday and last night in Lubbock, where they've lost the last two to Texas Tech, but they came out firing. Tough shot from Shea Holly, but the rebound and the bucket from Aaliyah Moore, the and one, they lead 23-11 at the end of the first quarter. And then Deanna Gaston, the same. Offensive rebound, the putback. They're stretching that lead out. Gisela Mall off the bench for the only three of the game for Texas, the Cedar Park freshman. And then what a way to end the half. The little alley-oop from Gaston to Moore. Texas up 17. Second half, they continue to pull away. Madison Booker, she's going to have to play a lot of minutes at the point guard, the pull-up, and then the dish to Moore. Moore, 8 of 10 from the field, 18 points, 12 rebounds. Moore Booker, little step back. She was dynamite, 18 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. And then it's Gaston. She had 17 points, 11 rebounds. Texas outscores Texas Tech by 26 points in the paint and they win by 27. Their effort today, I, I just thought they were really special. Uh, I thought they played their hearts out defensively. I thought they really changed in the last two days and um, 
became much more focused and committed on, on defense than we have been. I saw another heart beating out there today. And uh, I just thought these kids were amazing. I think I'm doing fine. It's just I have to think about how I have to approach the game and how I have to get my team going. Like Coach said, the first five minutes, it should be we punch first, not them punch first. So, I mean, that's how I'm taking it now. I haven't seen the sun, y'all, in a week. It's hard dealing with things. I'm not, I don't have a lot of experience, even in 39 years in coaching, losing players to uh, like we have. And, uh, but I saw the sun today. I saw the sun in the form of my team, and uh, I couldn't be more proud of them. Longhorns get to 1-1 one one in conference, back on the road. Another undefeated and ranked opponent when they play at West Virginia on Saturday afternoon. Mountaineers ranked 24th Saturday night at Moody Center. UT men open Big 12 play against Texas Tech. Back to you. Thank you, Roger. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Stick around because here's what we're tracking for you in the 5 o'clock hour. The changes at the southern border today as congressional Republicans call for a top leader to resign. 